Travis, it is a big day. It's a big day, Jake. We're, we're doing a we're, we're kind of doing a callback episode. Callback uh, from a from a former thing that was truly fascinating in the early the early days. Travis, of one of the one of the Goliaths of the late to the party with Travis Tate universe. By the way, it is episode fifty five. Fifty five to the party with Travis Tate. I'm Drew, and I'm Travis Tate. And guess what got a release date? What got a release date? <laughs> I say like we haven't discussed this already. <laughs> uh, November, sometime in November, we'll see at the end of this video. Noviembre. The the completely uh, accessible Death Stranding will be will be released upon the public. Finally, the Death will be stranding. But to come along with that, today there was a is it eight minute and fifty two second trailer. Ooh, that is a big trailer that we decided you get to watch. Now, with a trailer that big, you need a lot of horsepower. Boy, I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> I watched this earlier. I watched it on a phone, but I watched it earlier, and uh, the the confusion you felt with the the baby baby in a stomach giving the thumbs up. This thing delivers on. This that. delivers. Yeah. Okay, I can so, I can hardly wait. Are you ready? Can to you go? see? Can you see how excited I am? My hands are shaking. I can barely keep it contained. <laughs> wow. Let's get this going. Okay. Let's get some Death Stranding so up you, in this you place. Just tell me about what you're seeing, buddy. I watch again. I watch this. All it, right, it, here we go. We're There's getting a, some familiar territory. It's the baby. It's, it's, it's our thumbs up baby. It's What's up? Guy. Oh, now we're in the baby's mouth. Okay. Uh oh, who that guy? There's Mads Mikkelsen. That's all. That's Madsy. His face is all messed up. See if you can hear what he's saying. Is this the baby's eye view? Yes. It's the first person pooper. That's not a pooper. <laughs> The no, baby's not a pooper? The baby no poopy. No poopy. <laughs> baby no poopy, Trav. He looks he's, like he's going to kill the baby. He's, you, you, is he singing to the baby some, right he is, now? He's singing a lullaby to the baby right now. I don't think that the, the lyrics are probably deep and pertinent. Hush, little baby in my throat. Wee, 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 wee. That's a cool motorcycle. It's got like neon. It's like half Tron, half Halo. We've got a lot of birds. The birds survived whatever's going on here. Oh, was that was that the Oval Office, Jake? Yes, that I think is the Oval Office. That was the Oval Office, and there was a woman president. She, okay, pause it, pause it, pause it. Okay, we know the woman in the Oval Office was the woman we saw at the end of the one trailer. That was, was she? yeah, that was uh, the Bionic Woman from the seventies. That oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. her. That's her later on in her life. Maybe she became the president. That I, she I'm is, assuming he is definitely talking to the president because she was in the Oval Office and there's flags and everything up, so it's like it looked functional because there was at least flags there. When she was in a about, hospital bed. You're familiar with what the lineage of this, of this game is, right? Uh, sort of. Who, you explained Hide, it to me. Yeah, Hideo the, Kojima. He developed the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, games. they're yeah. deeply political. Okay, well, so she she was telling talking about uh, old Norby, Normie Reedy about how he needs to save America. Need to save America, boy. So she was mysterious at the end. At the end of that one trailer, remember yeah. we just saw it was like a she was standing in a field or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You mean back it up so you could hear what she actually said? Yeah. Let's let's back it up so we can hear. This is good. Ooh. Make America whole again. Oh, the birds are dropping. 
cancer president. Oh, shit. Ooh, swear words. There's birds dropping out of the sky because there's some sort of storm going over, over top of the land. So we do know it's in America, then. We were wondering where it took place. Hideo Kojima. He puts his name in it. So, all right, we also get a uh, song shout out in the tra- in the Performed trailer. Performed by Apocalypta. We got some uh, some rock fiddles, some sweet sunglasses, <laughs> some zero G uh, dog tags. He's hiking up a snowy mountain. Oh, he just pulled a ladder out of his little pack. It's a magic ladder. Now he's climbing a mountain using a ladder. Trap, that ladder's getting a lot of shout-outs in the community. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Like, I need that kind of ladder myself. All right, now he's rappelling down into... It's all to safeguard the continued independence of Edge Not City. That woman looks familiar. Homo demons. Okay. <laughs> that name made me laugh so much. Homo demons. Oh, Skeletor. Okay, I know why they call them demons because they can like uh, they can bamf from space to space. They have some sort of power. Now we're just getting some gameplay footage. There's a guy hunching in the in the tall grass. That's Looks that's old, like that's Red old Norman Dead. Reedus. He's got a ponytail now. Oh, that's why I didn't recognize him. There's the this is the yellow the yellow uh, dressed people from is Monsters it? Inc. Yeah, that, I was just thinking that it's the <laughs> it's the crew from Monsters Inc. coming to get him. <laughs> Oh, he's on the bike now. Wee, 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 he's tearing wee. up the land side. Ooh, there's our little spinny things are back. You don't mess with. What's a BT? You don't mess with. It, it never says. It's not a... Oh, I think that's his baby. Baby in a box. Yep, there's his baby. Why don't you listen to this one more time, what he, say, what he right. says about this. Don't mess with BTs. A, a bridge okay. baby. Okay. I'm, I'm throwing the pause on this. What's one. the other side? A, hey, guess what, Trav? Nobody knows. Okay, so there's <laughs> another side, and the baby is the, the connection to me. the other side. That's the, the bridge, bridge baby. baby. Is the connection to the other side okay? And we're, it's a little, we're unraveling some mysteries. It's here. a little. It's a fetus that he wears in a in a little it's juice a, box. It's a Rita's fetus. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we just named the episode Rita's fetus. Oh, uh, <laughs> when the when this came out, someone when it, when it did, the thumb thing came out, yeah. there was someone who posted the name of the trailer was Norman Rita's and the Funky Fetus. <laughs> the Rita's fetus. There's the no, he's walking through a, funky a dark claw, woods. The claw machine. 
Things trying to get like the the nice Sonic the Hedgehog plushie out of the machine. <laughs> okay, and we're back with the with the floaty characters from the original trailer you yeah. showed me. Yeah, they're kind of like ghosts. And he, he was covering his mouth there too. Yeah, and they've they seem to have some sort of dark strand, like a death strand that yes, follows behind perhaps. them. Maybe they've, they've got him. Maybe that's what Death Stranding is about. And now they're pulling him through the the stuff. Those bound to Hades. What does that mean? So is the baby the gateway to hell? And now we're in now we're in first person. But are we in the Civil War? Yeah, it looks like if the Terminators. No, we're in World War II or World War One. I'm I'm unfamiliar with that tank lineage. Okay. Yeah, that looks like World War One. Okay, there's, there's Mads again, sloppy Mads. And there's some more uh, homo demons. Okay, I kind of... When I was watching on the phone, I didn't really notice that's what was going on. Oh, there's the baby from Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> the one that Sid yeah, pieced oh, yeah. together. <laughs> oh, man. There's a the guy gonna, with a mask. Are we going to do the names? Oh, my gosh. The names are going to be so good. Okay. There's the floating dog tags. There's the bridge baby again. Oh no, this guy's sliding. Help me. Sam, Norman Reedus, Cliff, Mads Mickelson, Fragile, Leia Sadu. Oh, she's familiar. Mama, somebody, somebody. Dead man, Guillermo del Toro. Die hard man. Who was that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back it up just a little bit. Also, I think you may have missed... You may want to see who's playing... Um, Who is Leah Sadu? That, that name is familiar to me. I'm, I'm not she sure. In? I'm going to pause it so you can see some of these people. Okay. I think you missed some of the names. Yeah, I definitely missed some. They're, they're coming fast and furious. So, of course, you know Sam is Nor- Norman Reedus. The Reed Man, as they call him, I believe. I do like this music. It sounds like... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura from WWE's music. Huh. Okay, Sam. Okay, Sam, Sam Norman Reedus. All right. Familiar. Cliff is Madsy. All right. You know about that guy. Yep. Fragile. Leah Sadu. Her name is Fragile. 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 Mama. Margaret Qualley. She... This, know her? No, but uh, just the clip they're going to show, she looks a little bit like, uh, she looks like, uh, what's her name from Labyrinth? You know, famous actress. Oh, uh, Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer, yeah, yeah, she looks a little like yeah, Jennifer so. Connelly. Dead man, Guillermo, which I can't say, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, you got it. Hartman, Nicholas Winding Refn. Why do I know that? Why do I know that name? Do you know that name? I don't know. Die, Die Hard Man. Hard Man. Tommy Earl Jenkins. Die Hard Man. <laughs> Trav, in case you were wondering, his name is Die, Die Hard, Man. Hard Man. Now, I want you to also He's describe got... Die Hard Man. Okay, Die Hard Man has a very like sporty-looking face mask. Maybe like a, a hockey mask, but there seems to be some sort of hinge in the jaw where he can open it and close it. Higgs... 
Troy Baker. Troy, Troy Baker, Baker does tons of game game voicing. Emily, Emily Lindsay Wagner. There's Lindsay. Wagner. Okay, that's yeah, Lindsay Wagner. Okay, there's more names. So there seems to be a young Lindsay Wagner and a older, perhaps President Lindsay Wagner. Mm-hmm. How did you know that she was Lindsay Wagner just from the other I could, trailer? I recognize her. Yeah. Oh, there was a fake baby. Fake bridge baby. Oh no! Don't do it. He he put so, a he put a gun up to his head. Question question that is so it's like so the idea is you what it seems like is you. Oh. There's more. Yeah. Here comes a helicopter. So Mads just came out of the water. Was it water, though? Came out of the water, held his hand up in his cigarette lid. Yep. It seemed watery. And now there's some zombie military guys behind him. Okay, the water is flammable. We know that now. Tomorrow's in your hands. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is in our hands. Not to stand apart, but to come together. I'll show you the real thing soon. Promise. <laughs> Mads Mickelson is so overworked. Very stressed. Yes. Long hours. There's the baby. Is that now what I was trying to figure out, is that supposed to be Norman Reedus fetus? Maybe. I don't know. Is it, does that have Norman Reedus like features? Uh maybe the eyes. I was I was wondering if that's cause that's a younger that's a younger Mads from what we're excuse me, that's a younger Cliff. Younger Cliff? Younger Cliff from okay. what we we saw previously in the so, uh, trailer. Do you think they're taking like the fetus of or them as a fetus? And bringing them into the future as a link know. to the past. I don't know. I was curious if maybe uh, Sam, Reedus's character, is perhaps like a bridge baby that actually grew up. Maybe. So many. That questions. would help if I actually knew what a bridge baby was to begin. That's true. With. Anybody out there that has a bridge baby, let us know. So. So Leia Sadu, I looked it up. Uh, oh yeah. She is the love interest inspector. Uh-huh. That's where. That's why she was familiar to me. She's 
James Bond. I think that, yeah, I think at the time when we watched the original trailer, I had just watched Spectre, so I had known that. <laughs> well, <laughs> What an interesting Travis, piece of art. Yeah, Travis, now you're, you're up to date on uh, <laughs> Death Stranding. What do you think Death Stranding is? I think we figured out it's it's the it's the trail of like black vapor vapors behind the. Do you think that Death Stranding is about vaping? Do you think there will be vaping? I think in so. Death Stranding? I think Call there has shot. definitely been some vaping going on. Uh, not not the kind you could buy legally at the at the vape shops here. Is in Utah. Norman I think, Reedus a vape lord? I think so. I think he's probably a vape lord of the Sith. Who do you think Who do you think is more likely to vape, Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen? I think Norman Reedus is way more likely to vape. I think Mads is definitely Mads, like full Mads on a, no filter cigarette yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. So. He's he's probably got a pipe, cigars, the whole thing. So kind of against myself, I think I'm going to end up playing that game. <laughs> I can tell. You've been excited for almost a year about this game. You're definitely going to play it. I don't know if I'm excited. I'm kind of... <laughs> Intrigued? Um, you know, I, I told you, I, I kind of told you some about it at the time. Hideo Kojima is a fascinating person that I think I both despise and adore at the same time. He is like the... So he's like uh, mid nineteen ninety or late nineteen nineties George Lucas. He's like Game Bono. Game Bono. He is. He is. <laughs> he is at the same time like so apparently up his own ass, but I just think he's so cool. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. He's PlayStation Morrissey. The, the yeah. <laughs> the the Metal Gear Solid the Metal Gear Solid games are at the same time like fascinating. Uh, they're kind of an amazing achievement, but, but again, they are also incredibly up their own ass <laughs> and at times not as functionally sound as you would want a game to be. But like he, he's weaved such a, just a bat insane story through it. It is crazy. Yeah. I, I need to find out about bridge babies. There's that's a, for sure. Just care. And, and the, those character names are hilarious because he just, you know, their characters like there's a character in one of the games called Hot Coldman, <laughs> and that there's not supposed to be a gag there. His name is just Hot Coldman. Die Hardman is a good name. Die Hardman is. <laughs> that's the fun. I guess that's part of what's so funny about it because these, you know, Hideo Hideo Kojima was he worked for Konami through all those Metal Gear Solid games, and he was mm-hmm. ejected pretty much from Konami, and went out on his own. So basically, one of his big characters is kind of. The same thing as Hot Coldman, except now it's Die Hardman. Die Hardman looks like he would have been a member of Cobra in I the wish G.I. Joe cartoons. The, the funny thing is, is in a lot of the Metal Gear Solid games, there's sort of themed uh, bad guys. Like the first game has your uh, uh, Revolver Ocelot, Sniper Wolf, uh, Vulcan Raven. Sniper Wolf's a good um, name. Uh, what is it? Something Octopus, I can't remember, and Psycho Mantis. Hmm. So... If you're going to have Die Hardman, I wish we would have Face Offman and like, <laughs> uh, you know. Fast and Furious. Terminator 2 Stein. <laughs> They'd just be all action action movie-mans. Uh. And poor Avatar Man that you kill him early on and he's, he swears he's going to return but never quite does. Yeah, ten years later he does. You see that about that? So the the Avatar movies, it's there's going to be like a back and forth between that and Star Wars now. I guess that's 
That's how oh, really? Disney's going to solve things. It's going to be Star Wars, then an Avatar, then a Star Wars. Star Wars is going to way outperform Avatar, so I don't see... I, I want it to. So I want. I really want Avatar to fall on its face so badly. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't care whether it falls on its face, but I also don't care whether they make another one. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Yeah, I know. I think most people don't care about Die Hard. I want more Star Wars movies. About Die Hard or about Avatar? Did you I say Die, die Hard? Hard Did I say Although, Die Hard? Yo, oh my to be gosh. fair, I don't care about any more Die Hard movies. They've, they have they have 1 billion percent <laughs> convinced me no thanks on any more of those. Which was the last one? Uh, Is that the one where I, they went to Russia? I don't think I saw the last one. I did see that one. It there's, was okay. The, the I can't remember the difference between there's a good day to die hard and um, uh, die hard. It's like a patriotic title, I think. Uh, there's a good yeah, day to I die hard remember. and die hard forever and every man. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember the last one, but I, die I hards are between, forever. Yeah, die <laughs> hards are forever. I can't. I can't remember, but uh, they're both they're both not real great. Weren't they going to reboot it and just call it McLean? Well, I and you know what? I think John I did. McClane? I think I did hear that, and I think that's what they were doing because one of those wasn't one of the characters that he was with wasn't a generic generic white guy was supposed to be his son in one of them. Yeah. So that was probably yeah, what was they were shooting Captain for. Boomerang. But they were they were abysmal. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the Die Hard movies because I need to remember which. There's Die Hard. There's Die Hard Two. There's Die, die hard, hard with a Vengeance. There's a Good Day. To then die a hard. Good Day to Die Hard. And the last one, it was a patriotic sounding. Thing. It took place in Russia. That's all I remember. That must be. The and one Jai Courtney see. plays his son. That's that, it. That's Jai the Courtney. name. A uh, Good Day to Die Hard. Live free or die. Live hard. free or die hard. That does that make and sense? It was all right. What year was that? Like that 90? was 2007. No, uh, it was 17. A good, wow. A Good Day to Die Hard was the last one. That was in 2013. That was the last one? Yeah. When was a uh, Live Free or Die Hard? Was that was 2007? Yeah. Okay, that's the one that had uh Justin Long in it. Who's Yeah, I guess you're I guess you're right. He was like a computer hacker that accidentally got mixed up with John McClane and ended up helping him out. So A Good Day to Die Hard is the one that had Jai Courtney in it. And, yes. And that was 6 years ago? That and seems And the tagline right. on here is Yippee Kaye Mother Russia. Yep. <laughs> Yep, and it he kept was, saying, I'm on vacation. It was probably PG-13, wasn't it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof magoof. Was... Speaking of action movies, I saw John Wick 2. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I love the John Wick movies, man. They, I'm excited to see so 3. Do you, do you kind of get with it? I, I, I can't remember if I told you at the time, like, um, 1 feels very different from... Like two feels very much like a much more of a world building movie. Oh yeah, for sure. It definitely felt like where where he gets the the medallion where his blood is on it and he owes like a blood oath. Yeah. That that starts to build on it and then Oh yeah, that stuff does not slow down. <laughs> him getting kicked out of the Continental. John Wick too though. It was like everybody's after John Wick now. <laughs> yeah, oh. Wait till you see 3 cuz yeah, everybody is after John Wick. Because <laughs> he gets hired to go to go kill that one person, and so everybody that was with that one person is trying to kill him. Everybody that works for the person that hired him to kill that person is now trying to kill him. And now, uh, they <laughs> since he got everybody. kicked out of the Continental, uh, there's a hit out on him, and it's for several million dollars or billion dollars. I can't remember what. So did now, you, everybody is after him. Did you hit a point toward the end of that movie, like I did, where it was like, okay, 
this is an alternate universe because at least 40 to 60% of New York is assassins. And how do you, right. how do you sustain that, that <laughs> number of assassins in New York? And my wife, Penny was watching it with me and she's like, how are these people not seeing where they're like walking down the street parallel to one another, like shooting each other. They've got silencers on. The, just the thing with Con- I think that's they're trying to get you to believe, like, well, they're silencers. They don't really. It's loud in the subway, or something. I think that's <laughs> what they want you to believe in that part. But somebody would see it and start screaming. There, but there it, is at it, least one part in John Wick Three where they definitely do a big fight, kill people in front of a lot of people, and no one really reacts. Did you see Three then? Yeah, I've seen. Oh, three. you've seen Three? I like okay. Three a lot. I gotta go see it. There's also I get this with a lot of I mean even even your average Die Hard movie, um, like, let, let, let's let's take Die Hard for a vengeance. Okay. Because the first Die Hard is very much that there are new stations covering this and right. it, like the Nakamura Plaza is a big deal on the mm-hmm. news. Whereas in Die Hard with a Vengeance, um, John McClane is tearing around the city, destroying things, <laughs> and everyone seems like people react to it in the moment, but like. If someone were tearing through that, just destroying city blocks in that way, they would probably shut the city down, right? Right. Well, I mean, they were trying to keep it under wraps as to not to cause a public panic. And then when they they kind of held a school hostage at the end to, like, distract them. So oh, yeah. everybody went to save the kids at the school. And while they were unloading That's all right. of the, you had the, the guy, gold. They, they had the uh, the tanks and stuff, and it ended up... it was. Yeah. The, the the brave little toaster guy yeah. who was like the hacker, it all sprayed him at the end. Yep. He never got credit for that. He stayed behind knowing he was going to yep. get blown up. Yep, he thought he was going to die. And Somehow he loses his cred because it wasn't a real bomb. Yep. He should get credit. You're right. He is, he is one He's of the, the hero. heroes. But uh, John Wick, um, after they found maybe the seventh or eighth body, probably they would kind <laughs> of, the police... The, the, in and of itself would go into a panic, right? Like, what's going on here? So I want to so ask you, um, so Common, the guy that he's shooting in the subway with, uh-huh. he's alive at the end of the movie, right? As far as I could tell, he, I, I will that admit... That was the guy he like, stabbed and was like, okay, it's in your heart. If you leave it in, you'll be okay for a while. Yeah, that was the impression that I got that if you don't move, you will live. If you just pull it out and come after me, you'll die. Yeah. But if you stay there and somebody comes to help you, you could live. That was the impression I got. Is Ruby Rose alive at the end of it? I don't think so. I think it, it I really seemed like she died. what happened to her at the end. He ended up stabbing her, I think, in a similar way as Common. But she definitely, because she uh, signed See You Later, or I'll Be Seeing You, or something like that. Yeah. And then he signed back, okay. And then she just kind of, her eyes kind of glazed over and she just kind of slumped down. Like I got the impression she was dead, but I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that was the impression I got. I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it for you that neither of those characters show up in three, but that's really not pertinent to anything. Okay. So it's, I'm excited to see it. It It's okay. Um, (laughs) how dialed up did you feel like two was from one? I mean, there was definitely an emphasis on not just gun action because there was that huge fight at the very beginning when he goes to get his car back. <laughs> Did you like Peter Stormare? Uh, I don't remember who that is. The Peter. guy who's the mob boss. Uh, his, oh, yeah, he's so like the a, Russian guy. He plays a Russian and everything. Here's the thing. I, I, he's generally... People usually say Peter Stormare. 
Okay. And I heard once that he, with his, I forget what his home country or whatever his nationality is, his name is supposed to be pronounced Stormare. Hmm. No, he was good. I get stuck on that. He was fun. But Gabe and I, when Gabe and I went and saw it, we kept laughing so much of where it would have all the car fights and stuff going on. It would just cut back to him, like leaned back, just rolling his eyes around, (laughs) wondering where the noise is coming from. Yeah, that the car fight is vicious, man. Oh my gosh. How indestructible is John Wick? John Wick is definitely like Wolverine or something. There's no other def- again, one explanation. Of those, one of those things you definitely have to put behind you is regardless of whether or not you believe in this being uh whether or not you believe in okay, you know, he's not gonna, or if you want to believe in his bulletproof suit if, for one thing, which was cool. But if you believe in that, you also have to believe in like, okay, he is definitely getting his ass kicked all the time. Oh, yeah. The human body could not possibly stand up to it. He would be really puffy. No, no. Those, those car shots alone at the very beginning. There would be concussions. Extreme concussions. So this movie, this franchise and The Fast and the Furious are, they're, they're, they're both as dumb as one another. Right. But somehow I always feel like the Fast and the Furious is like way dumber. And oh, that come for me that comes from Keanu Reeves looks like he's getting beat up through all of it. And his no one is, who's ever been in a Fast and Furious movie has ever looked like they got hurt. Yeah, they all do. Just kind of look like it's like maybe they a cut got on sweaty. the eyebrow. Yeah, but I I think there's also John. The whole Hitman universe seems pretty cool. And don't don't get me wrong. I like the Fast and the Furious stuff, but when it comes down to it, they're stealing cars, and in the last few movies, it's like they get pulled in by the government to help them and stuff like that. But but when it pink slips, yeah. When it when it boils down to the, the very beginnings of that movie, when we they were race for my cousin in reverse on fire. They were racing cars for pink slips, like is there, like you say. Is there anything in in what you've seen so far in John Wick that beats? winning a car race that you got stopped you got stymied like cheated twice but you won in the worst car in town driving <laughs> backwards on fire mm. is, any, is there anything in john wick that's that dumb i think uh probably when when his car just gets banged to crap like he's running in, into cars backing it into cars and it still drives away and he peels out <laughs> That she that thing should run like Fozzie Bear's jalopy in the in the Muppet movie, you know. Oh, I I really do love those movies though. Uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Enjoy the appearance of Lawrence Fishburne. I know. I was like, I was like, oh, they're gonna have a Morpheus, uh, a Neo. What's the word I'm looking for? Reunion and John you know Wick have, three. You know how they lot the line in three, right? No, it's in I, the trailers. I haven't I, seen the trailer. I won't say. I didn't anything. want anything spoiled, so I haven't seen the okay. trailer. No, I didn't say anything. I didn't even know Halle Berry was in it until like a week ago. Yeah, she's she's cool. Has I assume she's a hitman too. Everyone, everyone's a hitman. <laughs> I don't. I thinking about it, I don't think that there are any characters that have speaking lines in John Wick that aren't that have any kind of major character arc at all that aren't assassins. Yeah, I mean, there's the cop. You working again, John? <laughs> there, there. That's right. There is that brief moment. Yeah, but that's that's not much. But that is. But he does know about who he is. Oh yeah, it makes me think in this uh, hitman universe that the the cops are in on it. 
technically speaking, we have no proof that everyone isn't an assassin. That's true. We haven't actually dealt with anyone who isn't. <laughs> and I, well, I guess I guess uh, John Wick One. There were a lot of crime bosses. Those people weren't right. assassins, were they? They were just crime bosses. I John mean, they Leguizamo, had to start somewhere. John Leguizamo is just a car guy. I yeah, but know, he's in, he's in the universe. Do those guys count as in the universe if they know that they exist? He seems like a guy that that tried to go clean. You know what I mean? Like he was in it, yeah. but he tried to become a legitimate business person. <sighs> And they keep pulling you back in. The universe in it is kind of bamboozling. You don't leave without repercussions, John. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of bamboozling. Um, a friend of mine made note of how, like how how like why wildly swaying the idea of what a gold coin will buy you in the universe is. I know. It's like you can get a big gulp, but you can also buy a, a Bugatti. But that but Bugatti. that big gulp will stop a bullet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you can get a homeless guy to put you in his his cart, but it will also save your life. <laughs> that that again, that train doesn't stop in three. Like the gold coins will buy you everything but even the most nothing thing. They're, they're amazing movies. They should make a John Wick 8-bit Nintendo game where he collects gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there also is, shoots bad guys. Ba-choo, there ba-choo. is actually... I, I haven't looked too far into it. There is a John Wick-ish game in development. but I, And I, I heard it's got some funky thing to it, but I, I haven't looked hmm. too far into it. That could be a fun game. They're yeah. fun movies, man. They're, they're a blast. They're a blast. Um, I finished reading Good Omens, which is great because the series starts this week. Yeah. Upon release of this episode, I'll probably have watched some of it. I'm looking forward to it. It looks so fun. You don't know. You, you haven't read any of it. You don't know a ton no, about I it. No, I haven't read any I think of it. it. I think it's going to be really good. I will say from reading it, I'd like to maybe in a year read it again. Uh, the characters that, um, the two main, you know, the angel and the devil, mm-hmm. um, they, they're such compelling and charming characters that when I was reading it, it was kind of jarring. It does branch off into maybe four or five stories that kind of interweave. But it was the first reading I was so kind of charmed by those characters and I already had those those actors kind of in right. my head that it was a little, little distracting. Because <laughs> you cast it in your mind? A little, a little bit. But also, also those two characters, those two characters really are the funnest characters in the in the story. Well, I think so that's probably just, why they're the focus of the when it the just show. goes away from. So it'll be interesting to see how the TV series handles that, or weaves it, or just tries to make them more of a part of it, or just sticks to it and kind of, you know, will yeah. go away from them for a while. Did I ever give you Dallas? No, you haven't I, given me Dallas. I got to remember to do that. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was wondering. Okay, I'll, I'll get it We're away from convention Umbrella season. Academy. Umbrella Academy season two is just so a glint in the eye of the distance. Well, the third one should be coming out in a few months. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Pandemonium Hotel? Pandemonium Hotel, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to I'm surprised there's so little of it, I guess. I mean, they're taking their time the, with it. The comic, the comics industry, honest to God, it's, it's amazing that anything catches on. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Because... It's just it's like a shotgun scatter out there, and you just kind of it's it's a shotgun see what, scatter. See what catches. It's a ridiculously fickle audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you're if you're dealing with like things like the big two, like DC Marvel, even some of the you know uh, Dark Horse Image stuff like that, you're dealing with these these uh, you know long 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 histories that a you have to you have to acknowledge certain parts of it at least, right. and b 
you have to keep coming up with new stories that aren't too derivative of former stories. Do you think that's why DC just keeps rebooting, <laughs> rebooting everything? I think I think I am to understand that comes from uh, well DC wise because they did the new Fifty Two and then I think they went away from that, right? Yeah, I think they've rebooted again since that. I, th- I mean, I think that there's some there's some currency in that gold coin reboot, currency, gold coin currency. <laughs> Uh, DC reboots every time just in case that they're getting shot at and they need a homeless man to shield them. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that I think that DC, that, and this is pure speculation on my part, Trav. All right, speculate there's away. Probably, there's probably information out there, but I would speculate things that DC had gotten a little stale and Marvel with their movies has been surging so hard right. that they, they thought, A, we'll get a sales bump for doing a reboot, and B, some of these characters are a little too deep in their own continuity and we need we don't want to throw everything away but we want to be able to maybe let certain aspects go like let's say marvel if marvel was able to reboot ant-man and not have the baggage of he hit he hit uh, janet once right you know it's something that they did want, i mean you know there's all kinds of things that they either have to acknowledge or hope they never have to acknowledge i have an article somewhere that's about uh, Ms. Marvel was once impregnated by a being against her will, and she ended up marrying Ooh. that being that she gave birth to the Ooh. being that impregnated her, and it grew up real fast, and then she went off with him romantically. I remember when they Something first like when they first announced uh, they were going to make an Iron Man movie. I was like, the alcoholic yeah, character, they, yeah, like Iron Man Two deals with that briefly, right? Iron Man Two deals with that briefly. My uh, laptop would like to know, you to know that it agrees. But yeah, that was a surprise to me is that they dealt with that very briefly. It's just like... Because that was kind of the thing about Iron Man. Like Hank Pym hitting Janet. It's just the thing. And they, You forget about it and then you remember it and you go, oh yeah, I remember. I hate I'm that guy. I'm honestly glad I, that they just never put that in the movies. Oh, me too. You know, 100%. You gonna... Yeah, I mean, just because something happens in the comic doesn't mean it needs to be in the movie. That's just the the comic writer trying to explore a new avenue and you know well kind of make the character human and it's hard with that because honestly that was that was a character divining defi- divining that was a character yeah, defining thing that's definitely every time i'd read anything up until they made movies every time time i'd read anything with hank pym in it that was usually kind of you know brought and it was a part of the character like part of the hank pym characters he's very he's not very self-assured he's mm-hmm. you know lack of confidence uh, often it deals with like, okay, he's brilliant, but he's not Reed Richards, Tony Stark, or Bruce Banner. Uh, right. Know. So, you know, he's brilliant, but he doesn't get acknowledged very often. Mm-hmm. And they threw that all out just so like let's let's not have to make that character for the movies. I'm fine right. with that. But uh, but what we were originally talking about is it um, was smart to make another <laughs> living link between like the past and the present, though. Yeah, and that's what Hank Pym provided. So Hank Pym worked with Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there was there was a bridge there a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the other thing I was talking about with uh, comics are comics are a really difficult thing to be into. They're incredibly expensive. Um, yeah, I mean they're like five bucks a pop. They they largely rely on you, like s- titles live and die by like pre sales. Mm-hmm. It's not like movies and things like comic shops need you to pre-sell enough for them to want to carry it. So if you have a hold, 
Um, they know you're going to come pick it up. I like Mike Norton a lot. I like Mike Norton a lot. His uh, you know battle pug. Mm-hmm. He does one called Grumble that I think I told you about. That's a you know kind of slightly anthropomorphic pug that fights yeah. like you know occult stuff. It sounds really cool, but and and also. This is a personal preference. I don't, I don't like floppies. I don't like just regular comic books. I want a collected edition mm-hmm. that's not going to get... Are they called thing. floppies? They, they're colloquially known as floppies oh, okay. sometimes. Yeah. But, like, they, they take up a ton of space. And, you know, I, it it might... That's a comic that might not might not go anywhere because it's hard to get... It's hard to get those sales because it's, it's expensive. Right. And... It's hard to want to get into something you just don't know a ton about. You want to know what's really sad is you can get stuff five to ten dollars cheaper on Amazon than you can at the comic book store. Yeah, and it sucks. You want to buy local and support the comic book store. They are, really, but if you ha- if you're tight on money, it is. Such what are you going to do? It yeah. is such an expensive habit. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? So, do you think people that read comics are kind of getting over the whole? shock of like huge character twists like like when cat became uh, a member of hydra like people freaked out <laughs> at first but now i think people forget it even happened that's the i don't i don't know i don't know if i could i'm not as deeply entrenched in that stuff so speak, because honestly the the negativity of it is unattractive yeah that stuff still. I, I haven't been following a lot of major stories coming out of Marvel uh, recently. I know they're doing some big Asgard story right now, and I think it's been fairly well, uh, fairly well received. Hmm. But uh, you know, I haven't seen anything get really negatively uh, accepted by. So Asgard people. still exists in the comics. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they did the whole Ragnarok. I'm sure they've. Done that might be one like of the. That. that might be one of the biggest things. That the movies did. Well, the movies... Like, no, the movies did destroying one of the biggest... Destroying Asgard was The movies like, did whoa. one of the biggest things in that Asgardians aren't... They're, they're, they're aliens. Yeah, that's true. They that was a, that was a real planet. big thing they did, is that they're not, they're not these mythical beings. They're aliens. Yeah. So. Well, alien to us. Well, I mean, you can go to planet Asgard. You can fly to planet Asgard. Yeah, in theory. So... Could. Yeah. You know, that was Asgard was more of another dimension, comics-wise, for a good long time. It seemed like it was at first, like with the the Rainbow Bridge and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. that was the only way in or out. But yeah, it was kind of around uh, Ragnarok that ships started flying in there and stuff like I that. I think it was more like, I think that was something that was acknowledged in the lore. Like, at, you know, I was following that stuff, I was dumbly following that stuff deeper, you know, movie-wise. And they said, oh no, mm-hmm. As- Asgardians are aliens. They're not... They're not uh, these mythical beings. And you know what? Whatever. It, weirdly enough, a lot of that stuff's been scrubbed away from me because what do I what do I care now? Yeah. Nothing has nothing has continuity. Nothing has lore. Nothing has what you need to be loyal to. Just just write it well. Yeah, I just I've started to think of things as like serials almost. Yeah. Or no, what's the opposite of a serial? Serial um, is a continuation. Anthologies. Sure, anthologies. Like, all these different... There's several different Spider-Man books. There's several different Thor books. There's all the different movies. There's cartoons. There's animated movies. All right, they're all just different versions. They're all tall tales of Thor or Spider-Man or Superman or Batman. I think that's how the DC movies are going to be now. It's just going to be different points of view. I guess we'll see. 
the the next bunch of years will will you know tell the tale of that. Yeah. Well, I saw a movie this week. What did you see in theaters? What I saw you Aladdin. See, you saw Aladdin. I saw Aladdin two you days saw ago. The, the live action Aladdin on Memorial Day. I saw Aladdin. How was it, Travis? You know what? It was all right. Yeah. It's it's about what I thought it was going to be. It was fine. Generally speaking, the couple of people that I've saw talking about it have said much to the effect of like it's a colorful, interesting, visually interesting movie to watch that is very much okay. My wife loved it. She absolutely loved it. Yeah, is she and, a big Disney fan? Yeah. And so am I though too. But there was there was lots of homages in it for sure. But it also did some things independently that the that the movie didn't do. There were do. two new songs that were Jasmine focused. Yeah, well, one of them was just, it just touched on the big song at the end, actually. It was just kind of a little prelude, like maybe a verse, and then it just stopped. And then later in the movie, she really like ramped that song up. And it was a good song. I'm, I'm also. It was a girl power that, song. Yeah, that ja- Jasmine, what, what Jasmine wants in the movie is a bit different. Oh, yeah, there was definitely. The ending is way different than the cartoon. Yeah, there's definitely a big difference in the Jasmine character. I, from what I have heard of what she wants, I understand she must she must achieve that then. And all honestly in the movie, and I mean it's not a huge. I'm not going to tell you how the movie ends, but uh, Aladdin's main focus in this movie is to win over Jasmine. That's it. It's he doesn't care about the power. He doesn't care about becoming Sultan or anything like that. He just wants to be with Jasmine. Hmm. So is that. Does that play out well? I mean, does it does it feel does yeah it feel good? Yeah, yeah, for know. sure. I mean, she wants to be with him too, but she's also had a lifelong goal that could never happen because of their laws and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't get want to give it away. Will Smith, he does a fine job. There's some moments where it's like it's weird because it's Will Smith and it kind of takes you out a little bit, but he's fine. I actually preferred him as just human Will Smith in the movie a little bit. Yeah. Because he's. He's probably half and half. I don't even... I, I honest to God don't even know what to say about something like that in that... Uh, I don't know what to say when you cast someone to be something and then say, okay, they're not that thing, so you need to accept that they're this. Well, I mean, he was he was kind of undercover as a, as, a, <coughs> as a human. He's supposed yeah. to be Prince Ali's no, I mean, when, right-hand man. When they do the, uh, when they do the song, uh, the um, Prince Ali... Ali Aba, Ali Ababa, is that how it is? Yeah, and that song was great, in except the, in at the, the cartoon end, one, he's when he first comes out as the band leader, he's not blue. Right. So I assume they were kind of doing that, yeah. but extended. Ones. Yeah, you were right. The only that song was great, except at the end, you know where uh, Robin Williams said, "We heard your princess is a sight lovely to see." Yeah. He goes, "We heard your princess is hot. Where is she?" And that was like, whoa! That was that didn't work. Yeah, it's sometimes it's those little changes. It's just like, yeah, you didn't have to. Someone had to stop and say, no, let's make it even this. But for the most, I don't. That that's nitpicking, really. I mean, that was. I I just don't have a lot of interest in seeing these. I movies wonder if that, they if they wanted to go away from because maybe because uh, Robin Williams kind of delivered it with like uh, maybe like a gay lisp or something, and they they wanted to go away from teasing that maybe you're perhaps right. i don't know maybe you're they right. still could have said a sight lovely to see without that tone but instead he goes heard your princess is hot 
where is she? And it was weird. Real weird. <laughs> I, I, but overall, it was good. Everything I see from him, it just ends up feeling to me like it loses a lot of the personality being live live action. Like he was, no, it was a no win situation for Will Smith. I will say that because I no, mean that was right. that was right possibly that. one of Robin Williams's best performances of his career. I mean, it's maybe not best performances, but it's iconic when you think of Robin yeah. Williams. You think of Genie yeah. in Aladdin. Well, he very much made it his own. Right. So it was it was would a, you, it was I a guess would you say hard that, task? You, would you say that Will Smith made it his own? I'd say for the most part, yeah. I mean, he okay. he can't sing. <laughs> he he spoke the songs. He didn't like rap a lot. There there might have been like a hint of rap here or there, but he did. He just kind of spoke the songs. Um, what is Iago like in that movie? Iago's a bit of a disappointment because it's just a parrot. That's, it, it talks like that's a parrot. The, that's what I'm saying. Is it? And similarly with what what I've seen, the Lion King stuff is. When they're just regular ass animals, it right. loses so much personality. Yeah, I think they definitely made a mistake not having, even if it wasn't Gilbert Gottfried, if it was somebody with a scratchy, annoying voice. Does does he talk? Yeah, he talks like a parrot. But it, it, it's, it's like, not like he's, it's not like he's sentient. He 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 has thoughts and he he like tattles. To Jafar, like he, he will like spy and see. But it's something. not stuff like "Look at me, I'm molting" kind of stuff like that. No, that no. feels like that loses so much personality. Yeah, How's, a little bit. What what is what is Abu like? Abu's a monkey, and he's got quite a bit of like personality. But he's he's like he is in the cartoon. He's very comfortable. The carpet. Carpet was great. Okay. Carpet had all the personality that the cartoon all carpet the, had. All the personality of Doctor Strange's cape. Yep. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Pretty close. Okay. And then uh, Raja was great, the tiger. There was a lot of good stuff. I, I just thought there was there was probably 10 other people in that movie that would have made a better Jafar than the guy that played Jafar. Just, that's he a, wasn't that's scary. another hard one. That just the, Animation-wise, it provides so much personality just in the way it's drawn. His face. A human's just never going to quite right. come across like but that. But I think... I, I think maybe if that's, he had a scary face, he would have been too scary for little kids, and that's why they they went with a an attractive man to play yeah. Jafar instead of like a older scary. That's probably guy. also why why Will Smith is going to have a hard time living up. Is like how can you beat a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, it, you can't. But I mean, the songs were good. The it, it was fine, you know. I mean, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to take a giant crap all over it. Just it just I, I haven't been, had someone be able to pitch it to me where it feels like I'd be interested in seeing it. I thought the guy that played Aladdin did a great job, and Jasmine also were great. So I mean, they're the two main characters of the movie when it's all boiled down to it. And yeah, they were great, and they had good that chemistry together. And it was similarly like I liked Beauty and the Beast okay because it relied on it. One right. human, mm-hmm. one human actress, and you know the the effects on the beast were okay, but like all the all the dishware and all those characters, they were weird. Yeah, they, it it again it loses so much personality when like well they have to look like regular items. Right. One one thing I went into it, I was like okay, because I remember seeing the live production at Disneyland. They would do it at the the Hyperion Theater or whatever it was. They had it. A California Adventure, they would do a live Aladdin show. Oh, okay. So I kind of went into it looking at it like that. Like, this is a live Aladdin production, like I've a Broadway too, musical yeah. with a big budget. 
in different sets. And that's kind of what it felt like, and that's fine. So it doesn't take away from the cartoon at all. Do you feel like it's worth seeing in the theater, or is it very easily um, like, ah, you can catch this We song. accidentally bought tickets in IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> Penny's like, why are these tickets so expensive? It's a matinee, and it's because I mean, we bought the IMAX seats. That, that could actually be a show, a movie that's beneficial in IMAX. It's a, it's a really colorful movie, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really colorful. So. It's... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I I recommend seeing it. If you Play. like if you like Disney movies, then you're going to like it. If if you're like my son is like just been crapping on the, all of these remakes. So he's probably not going to like it. <laughs> so if you're if you're of that ilk and you think all these re- remakes are stupid, you're probably not going to like it. I, I I will say I'm not fond of the idea, <laughs> but I want to give them I want to give them their day in court. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. So uh, I'm glad I went to see it. Let's yeah. put it that way. I would say I, I, you know, super gut reaction is I think I would like this more than what I think I'm going to feel about The Lion King. But I think The Lion King looks really, really good. It looks so devoid of personality to me. I think you'll see more in the actual movie yeah. because Abu's face in this was really great. There was a lot of expression in Abu's face. And Raja, who played the tiger, too. I think you got a bare, stripped down, not quite finished version in the trailer of the Lion King of, they, of what their faces are going to be able just, to do. They're, they're not stylized and like, what, what am I there for? If they're not stylized, I think you're, there's going to be a lot more to it when you actually see it in the theater. Hey, think think of how you, you thought you were going to see Hulk in Wakanda for infinity war, but it was actually Hulk buster. That was sometimes they change stylized. it, but th- sometimes they change things up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give it the day in court. <laughs> pat, pat. All right. Uh, what else should we talk? I this past weekend, I opened for Vicky Barbalak. She was on um, America's Got Talent. That was a lot of fun. She she killed man. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she was on last season and she went all the way to the finals and then she ended up doing. I guess they do. I don't really watch America's Got Talent, but I guess they did like a a tournament of champions type thing okay. where they brought back people and she was in that as well and. Man, she's popular. People, people love Vicky Bar Black. She's what's her, great. What, what's her style kind of like? Vicky Bar Black or Bar Black? Bar Black. Bar Black. What's her What's her style kind of like? What? I mean, she's been doing stand up for like elevator twenty five years. Yeah. Her Her thing is, uh, she lives in a trailer park in Oceanside, California. So, she, she that's kind of her point of view. Is I somehow is feel like there. this 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 uh, woman has come across my. I bet you've seen her before. I've, she was. I've heard so many comedians, and just their names kind of pass by. She's so. honestly one of the nicest people. I mean, she's oh, yeah? up there with like Sarah Tiana, like like my favorite people I've met in comedy. Okay. She she was great. She offered. She's like she told me and Penny. Next time you guys are down near San Diego, you can stay at my place. I've got an extra room. You can come at my house. Man, you've got stay so with many connections. I know. So now we got a place to stay in Oceanside. She's like, just don't come in June. We have something called June gloom. And it's when the whole month of June is just garbage weather. I was like, oh. I kind of like uh, garbage weather. You mean, you mean what we call... Uh, spring? Yeah, spring here in Utah. Oh but my yeah, God, she was, she was so amazing. Rainy. She's married to her husband, Lou. Uh, he plays piano at the comedy store in La Jolla. Oh, that's cool. So he was there playing piano before the show, and it had it had a nice tone to it, and really added to it. So it was really cool, and the shows were a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad I got to work with her and well, meet her. She was out for you. Super nice, super props nice out, lady. Props out. Yeah. I 
what is it with those kind of talent shows? It's more specifically the singing than anything. Is having a sob story a talent? Yeah. Have you seen the... Again, well, I don't watch them. There's a video I think getting it, shared I think a lot a, of a... It's a... It's a focal point. It's a. It brings interest I just to see, somebody. I see so many videos shared where it's like, oh, this disabled veteran... Right. Who just lost his home, but we're going to give it back to him. And my wife was watching one last night, and it was a kid. I can't remember what song he was singing, but he was killing it. I, th- I think it was, it might have been a Queen song. Anyway, he's he said he was a, an autistic kid, like early twenties, but he's yeah. from Tooele, Utah. Like he's from here, but he was destroying. I'll have to actually go watch the video so I know what song it was. I was half asleep while she was watching. I just watching, wonder how many people are there in line. They've practiced, they've practiced months for this. They've really just blood, sweat, and tears worked on it, and they're sitting in line. They see him leading in the, you know, the orphan with one, you know, little Timmy with well, hobbling. You're like, oh, right. hell, I have no chance now. <laughs> That's, I mean, that kind of stuff is, it's a feel-good moment for people. Like, people that watch America's Got Talent, they don't. They're not gonna, for the most part, watch it to crap on it. I don't think. I think they want to see the feel good moment. They have those guys they, too, though. What was a uh, William Hung? You remember William Hung? Yeah, yeah. The whole point was how bad he was. Well, that was American Idol, but <laughs> yeah, they do have those too. I think they throw those ones in there. I think most of those shows have those. They just throw them in early in the competition. Do you remember a show that came out? It was after the first or second season of American Idol, and it was on. It was on the WB back in the day, and it was a it was a singing show. But none of the contestants knew that they were all bad, and it was basically. Oh, that's so mean! It was basically an entire season of William Hung's progressing along, thinking they were. Like so getting better mean. and stuff, but it was just it was the worst of the worst. Like anybody that was good got cut immediately. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, but How it was that? it was pretty mean. <laughs> that is really mean. That's why, like, we've been watching the new season of Nailed It. Nailed It. Nailed It is that, but everybody knows they're bad. Right. Everybody's goofing on every. Like everybody is. It, it's so. It's so positive in a way of how bad everyone is. Have you noticed how many heads they need to do in the new season of Nailed It? You, I think, so you've been watching? I've been watching. I think they figured out like that that episode with the Donald Trump head <laughs> is one of the funniest things ever. So I think we're about three episodes in. So Have you seen Napoleon yet? No. I think that's the episode that we just started. Okay. Yeah. Uh, There's a so lot far, of heads. <laughs> so far, our favorite is Chai, the guy who snacks on everything. I don't remember him. He's like the first episode. Uh, okay, a bi- biggish uh, kind of Asian-looking guy. Oh, okay, yeah. And his thing—he he was really like, sweaty, right? Yeah. Okay. And he'd keep dipping in, like ah, I'm just feeling a little peckish. He'd grab like a cookie and he'd walk out and he'd go, <laughs> "What are you doing over there?" You're like nothing. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> oh, uh, just yeah. It's a fun show. See the. The episode with the with the older woman who has never watched the show and doesn't know anything about it, like her yeah. daughter's got her into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a fun show, though. Again, every everybody stinks at it, and nobody it, nobody is ever made to feel bad about it. Really. I mean, I don't know. You would have to be one of the best bakers in the world to go in there and produce something that even slightly resembles what they're trying to get you to make. I think because. In the time constraint that they have, yeah, there's only so much. I think everyone's in an on expert that. could could do. 
I yeah. have to imagine again. The, I don't. I feel like that woman who said she had never watched it before that it was a work. That how, how could she get all the way out there and prepped and everything, and no one said, "Okay, this is what you're doing." I thought that too, but then again, you never know. You, I mean, but, you never. There's so much out there that I've never even heard of. You know what I mean? It's pretty. It could happen that somebody goes, "Hey, we want you to do this thing," and I have no idea what it is. In my in my fantasy land, I want to believe that they get to the show. At the very least, they get to the show, and someone takes everyone aside and says, "Look, there's no way you're going to get this stuff. Right? We Don't set, quit. We have specifically set it up so you can't possibly <laughs> do it very well. Um, do the best you can and have fun. Right? Honestly, the dumber it looks, the more fun we're going to have. Go have a blast. Right? Which is which is why I get disappointed when someone comes out and basically does a pretty good job. It is so boring. <laughs> it is kind of boring when someone comes out and basically does a pretty okay job. Yeah. Because it's like, or, or isn't some weird bombastic personality or just some goofball or something. Uh, one of the first guys, he wasn't, he wasn't bad. He was relatively charming, but he was, he was relatively charming, not particularly chatty. And he did a pretty good job and he won both rounds. And I'm like, and he was just kind of, eh. <laughs> but your stuff's not like, like I didn't really, I didn't laugh at your stuff. Like, oh, well you didn't, uh, there, <laughs> so, like, it was a woman, like I can't remember. It was a one. I think it might've been that chai guy that he, uh, instead of a cupcake, he just put an apple in it. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. It was the head, right? I can't No, No, it was, it somebody was the, used like a grapefruit as a head somewhere yes, along the line. Yes. There was that, but he, I think he, his cupcakes just didn't turn out, so he just grabbed an apple and put it in the, <laughs> the cupcake, little cupcake paper. It, it, uh, know, just a blast, a treat. It's a fun. It's a fun show. Yes. I wish there was an unlimited amount of them. So, um, I am doing one of the things that I hate but love. What's that? I'm pushing through a series that has multiple seasons that are long episodes that I haven't seen. What's that? I want to. Try to get through Deadwood ahead of the movie coming ah, out. How many seasons did they do of that? Unsure. I just barely hit season two. I know they're on Amazon Prime. I was thinking about maybe watching If it's on there, it is a really good show. It is incredibly vulgar and yeah. pretty content heavy. So if if that stuff bugs you, you might want to steer clear of it. Those HBOs, like, they have short seasons though, right? I mean... No. This, that, that was really? A, I believe that was a full 12 of... Uh, like well, 12 is not... To, 12 is not like network TV where they do 22 yeah, to 26. I guess you're right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking along the lines of like Barry is eight episodes of 22 minutes each. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, that is a quick watch right 12, there. <laughs> 12 kind of 45 minute to hour long episodes feels pretty long. Ian McShane. Ian McShane is Ian McShane is amazing in it. He's amazing in the John Wick movies. That guy's amazing in everything. He was a great Blackbeard also, in the true. Pirates of the Caribbean He movies. is amazing in everything, but... Uh, if you watch, I think you'll find Al Swearengen kind of... He is definitely the best part about that show. Penny saw a trailer. It was on the John Wick 2. They showed a trailer of American Gods, and she's like, uh, I want to watch that show. I would really like to watch that, too. <laughs> I th- think that's on Stars, maybe? It showed people getting cut in half and stuff like that. She likes that, that kind pretty, of stuff. Pretty funny. <laughs> she likes that kind of stuff. She loves people getting cut in half. Oh, maybe she'll, maybe she'll love Deadwood then. What was? I think it was uh, the first Kingsman where they cut somebody in an angle yes. so the body just slides yes. off. Kingsman's pretty violent. <laughs> Kingsman's pretty violent. She liked the slide. <laughs> she loved the whole Freebird thing in it. Yeah. Oh, that seems amazing. It is awesome. That's one of the best things ever filmed. 
It is really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, Timothy Oliphant is good in it, but he just everyone is so outshined by Ian McShane's character. Ian McShane's character almost comes out for me. He is a very bad person, but he also is a very good person in a lot of ways. I think Penny would probably watch it with me because she likes Timothy Oliphant. Timothy she, Oliphant. He's in the. What's the one with uh, Drew Barrymore that's... Oh, uh, Santa Clarita to Die. Yeah, she loves that I've show. I've watched a little bit of that. She's that, so bummed that they're canceling it. The, are they canceling it? Yeah. Yeah, she loves that that's show. That's a bummer. I watched a little bit of it. The um, There's a lot of biting and chewing that <laughs> grosses me out. Like when... Uh, what's his name? Firefly Guy. Uh, Firefly Guy. Which one? Main Firefly Guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Captain Tight Pants? Yeah. She bites his fingers off. Oh, really? Ouch. And it's like so visceral and like like chewing into like soft belly meat and things like that. And I'm just... Which is sad because Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant are incredibly charming in it. <laughs> They're so charming and funny. But it's... You know, you know I'm, I'm, I ain't too proud to admit I'm a little squeamish. Whenever I eat a spring roll... I feel like I'm biting into an elderly person's fingers. <laughs> like it's translucent. You can see all the stuff in there. Yeah. It's just weird, like fleshy. That is gross. Right. And then a crunch in the middle, like that it's is the real bone. Gross. It's just what um, I think. I can't help it. The other it. thing that's really. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. The other thing that's kind of surprising me about Deadwood is it's really funny. It's a, it's almost madcap in a way. <laughs> um you know, Ian McShane's character, Al Swearingen, runs this bar, and he's got a bunch of flunkies that are, like, comically dumb, and he's he's constantly <laughs> exasperated by them, and he's constantly, you know, saying something sarcastic, and they take it, like, very Draxy literal, and it's... Like Larry from uh, New Hearts in there, right? Yes. He is uh, E.B. Farnham. Uh, again, another... Um, Nobody's given bad performances. Kristen Bell is in it briefly. Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, Powers Booth is... It, exactly, wow. exactly as terrifying as you want Powers Booth to be. He was in an episode or a season of Shield, and he was he was, pretty was he scary. terrifying. Uh, I mean, he was the bad guy. He was he was pretty scary. Yeah. I've thought that about like it wasn't a great season though. How could you be someone in Powers Booth Powers Booth's life <laughs> and have ever stood up to him? I don't know. All he has to do is like smile and just le- you know that smile doesn't touch his his eyes. It's like all right, Powers. Fine. Your name is Powers. <laughs> Do your thing. Uh, Powers Man 5000. Powers Man 5000, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you think Power Man 5000 is doing right now? I think they're listening to this podcast right now. Is it Was it like Static something like that? Who was the one that had the hair that was static way up? Static X? Was it Static X? Was that the one that so. had the hair that was way up? Yeah, that I don't was... I even remember. What, what did Power Man 5000 Power do? Man 5000 was said, like, Are you ready to go? Yes, I'm ready to go. What you want to do? Baby, baby. Oh, okay. I guess I got confused. I thought that was Rob Zombie. No, it did sound a lot like well, Rob Power Zombie. Power Man 5000, though. I thought he was like a buddy of Rob Zombie. Did you know Rob Zombie uh, directed a uh, comedy special for Tom Papa? No kidding. Yeah, it's on it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it. I think it was from 2011. Huh. It's like live from New York or something like that. But it starts out very weird. There's all these, like these circus characters. It's it starts out as if it's almost like a a weird America's Got Talent type talent show in the past. And there's all these weird things happening and then Tom Papa goes up and just goes into his set. Huh. And then okay. yeah, it's kind of interesting. 
You think he should maybe at some point let people know that he has a real name, or do you think he can just ride all the way out? Because, okay, horror director Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. if he ever wants to branch out, like, hey, you know, the new, the new Civil War drama, direct it by Rob Zombie. I think you stick Does with it. Does that still work? I think people, people still call Dwayne Johnson the rock. That, that's you know what's what I mean? in the, uh, our buddy Craig. Not Hulk Hogan's always going to be Hulk Hogan, even though we, were actu- we know his name's Terry Balea. Terry Balea. Uh, we, were, we were actually bringing up because they had the, what is it, Fighting With My Family, Fighting With Your Family. Yeah, I need to watch that. They I had the trailer for that up that he's in, and they brought up as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Craig was remarking, like, yeah, didn't he... Didn't he try to leave that behind? He's never going to leave it behind. He's always going to be the rock. And what that's okay. What's I wrong with so. that? I no, I think I think it's great. I think it's the best. I think there was a period in the middle where he genuinely tried to be like, "No, I am Right. No, I get it. It's like I a, am Dwayne Johnson, we don't use the rock anymore. It's like when a girl that was on a, a Disney Channel show uh tries to distance herself from Disney and starts doing like uh Risky behaviors and drinking and, and scantily <laughs> I, clad pictures and things like I don't that think and Hulk trying to Hogan, rebel. I don't think Hulk Hogan ever tried to claim reclaim Terry Bollea because that's just kind of a silly name to be in. He with. did go by uh, Terry, Terry Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan for, for a while. while. That yeah. is right. I think if I were to speculate, I think Terry Bollea genuinely really did want to break away from wrestling and do acting. I think that. Oh, I know he tried. Uh, over the t- no, that's not over the top. Uh, beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. No, it wasn't beyond the mat. What? It was no holds, no barred. holds barred. Good God, I think no holds barred was a little bit of a test bed for that. And I right. think if that had panned out and he had any problem any, was it was a wrestling movie. Any <laughs> acting talent whatsoever that you know he, <laughs> I think he would have tried to drop Hulk and just gone by Terry Hogan. He least. was a charming character, and some sometimes people see that and go, "Oh, they're charming. This will work." Yeah. And he just obviously he didn't have as much acting talent as The Rock because The Rock even Dave Batista is killing it right now. But Dave Batista he's he's been doing like small things for a long time. He did like small movies for five, seven, ten think, years before Guardians of the Galaxy. Came I think along. we're finding out Dave Batista actually genuinely has talent. Like right, Steve Austin still catches a, a role here and there. But so I does think, Goldberg. I think, but I think Steve Austin would also admit to you he cannot act. And he's probably fine with it. So, Goldberg's done things. So he started out similar to like Batista, like doing little bit parts here and there, and it just Batista's got more talent. It so. kind of blows my mind that Batista, Batista, I think genuinely is kind of able to distance himself. Like he is an actor; he doesn't have to be a wrestler. He did come back for WrestleMania and have a match with Triple H. Yeah, where Triple H uh, ripped his nose ring out with pliers. Ow. <laughs> It's it is weird that I feel I I feel like um, I feel like Batista can just become I'm actor Dave Batista right. Whereas I feel like The Rock like The Rock Dwayne Johnson never quite ever will not be have one foot definitely in the ring. That's because he's got that family lineage. You think that's part of it? That, that oh, makes I think sense. That, I think that's a hundred percent of it. Is he knows by him. Uh, participating in wrestling stuff, it benefits his family because he's got cousins. And uh, I mean, Nia Jax is his cousin. Roman Reigns is his cousin. The Usos are his cousins. So by him kind of still being a part of it, it definitely benefits them, which benefits his whole family. So yeah, he's yeah. always going to be at Roman least a Reigns part of it. Roman Reigns is in uh, Hobbs and Shaw, right? Yeah. 
yeah, I think he plays like his, I don't know if it's his cousin his or his, cousin? his brother, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, he, cause they go back to, they go back to whatever island he's from. Yeah. And that's where Roman Reigns comes in. Samoa, presumably. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Cause part of, part of that family is, is Samoan, but I think there's also some Tongan in there too. So I'm huh. not a hundred percent sure where the movie's going to go. Movie but to find out. Yeah. Going, going slightly back to Deadwood, would I wanted to shout out one more, uh, uh, you familiar with Ricky Jay? The magician? Yes. Yes, he passed away a little he bit is, ago. Yes. He is really good in Deadwood. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. He is the perfect character in Deadwood for Ricky Jay. And he was in an episode of The X-Files, I remember, yeah. at one point. I'm trying to think. He was in... S- He's been in quite a few things. Yeah, there's a... I'm trying to remember the... Ah, forget about it. I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to follow that. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to try to power through Deadwood. It's it is so good. I'm thinking about watching it too. It is so good. How many seasons in are you? I just barely finished the first. Okay. Oh, maybe I I'll give it a go. I'm going to I'm going to speculate I think there are 3 seasons and it's probably a truncated third season. Mm. Cuz that show got canceled. There was a great article that came out uh they canceled last Deadwood. Week. Yes. Huh. There was a great article. Uh, Timothy Oliphant did a art, uh, did an interview and was talking about how he ended up in like um, in the uh, Hitman movie and what was the other one? I think it was a di- that one of the Die Hard movies, and it was both of those was he had just bought a house and then found out this um, this thing that he was riding so high on Deadwood got canceled. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was. He was like, I was mad. I was depressed. I couldn't believe it. Like this, this was the best thing I'd ever done in my life. And like, if the best thing I've done in my life gets canceled, what am I? Kind of thing. And then he got justified. And then he, but but before that, he's just like he he got himself back up. He's like, you got to work. Whatever, take anything. So yeah. he's like, I, you know, I find myself. It, there's great quotes in it. And you'd have to go out and look. I'm paraphrasing. He was like, I find myself in Bulgaria, getting up early in the morning and fighting hard for. <laughs> For something that I don't believe in. So he, or first of all, he was in a, a movie called Girl Next Door. Do you remember that one? I am it not had a, with that one. Alicia Cuthbert from 24 in it. Holy moly. And he was like, a, he was a bad guy and he was scary. Anyway. I mean, he's kind of terrifying in. You, you think in he's Deadwood. charming at first and you think he's a good guy, but you find out he's, he's kind of like a pimp or something like that. And he's a, he's a bad dude. Anyway, uh, Deadwood, like, like our timeline, not Deadwood's timeline. It was pretty parallel to like uh, the Sopranos, right? Around the same time. I feel like it, it came around late. So it was Sopranos. always like the the oh, sec like boy. the the stepchild of the Sopranos, and that's why they canceled it. Or I don't because it seemed like it was pretty I popular. Think if I, I think honestly, it's that the guy who the the kind of guy behind it, David Milch, I think is his name. He has crafted like if you watch it. If you watch it, kind of try to pay attention to. He really has built a very living, breathing world in this mm-hmm. in this Deadwood camp. Is it almost like a Red Red Dead Redemption feel? It, it is. No, I mean, I'm. I, I feel like I, I'd want to go back and play Red Dead. There's got to <laughs> be references to Deadwood. In Probably. It. But you know, you watch a scene and there's just stuff. So much stuff going on in the town, like this clockwork town going on. Hmm. behind the acting that really kind of adds to it it's kind of funny that hbo is going back and uh revisiting these things because they're also making a soprano sequel yeah i heard joey, about that. joey diaz is in it <laughs> soprano okay i'm gonna make it through deadwood boy sopranos feels like a brick wall <laughs> i never i think i've seen a few episodes here and there of the sopranos i watched i watched a fair amount of it in its heyday but i 
I feel like I didn't get on the get in on the ground floor, and I definitely didn't finish it. So I was really into mafia stuff when I was like in my mid teens, mid to late teens. But by the time Sopranos came out in my twenties, I was kind of like not as much into it. Does that make sense? I mean, the, you go through phases. The whole angle into. of Tony's going through therapy and trying to trying to buck against like analyze this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in a lot of ways. I'll bet Analyze This has tons of Soprano references. but that's. I think those were before. <coughs> before the Sopranos? I think so. I feel after. De Niro, but... Billy Crystal, they were... Uh, I guess we'll have to go to the It tape. was uh, Egon. Egon directed those, I think. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Harold Ramis. That's who directed those. They seemed like they were like 97-ish. Let's see. The Sopranos... The... Number of episodes, January 1999 to whenever. So okay. Now we're going to look up we're Analyze This. Analyze This, not Analyze That. That was the sequel later. Analyze This. Do, 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 do. Night, 99. Okay. Wow. Competing. <laughs> so close. Uh, yeah. I think I was listening to Doug Loves Movies and uh, De Niro was the, the final that they had to name off oh, movies. Oh, yeah. And someone, you know, right away named Anger Management. You know, they got, <laughs> of course, they got teased about it. I, honest to God, those movies all came, like... I could see analyze that. Analyze this, analyze that, Anger Management, all the Meet the Parents movies. Yeah. Those are all the same movie, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I could definitely see that confusion. Who is even... It's is uh, it, Adam Sandler and... Adam Sandler uh, and Anger Management. And... Uh, Billy Crystal is the outlier. Because if I think about Jack the, Nicholson, if I think about the analyze this, analyze that, for some reason I still feel like it's Ben Stiller somehow. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess because it would have been a way Nero, different but, movie. And in a lot of you know, that was kind of the last thing Billy Crystal really did besides. Um, um, what'd you call it? Monsters uh, Inc. Like the character that De Niro's playing in Meet the Parents is like. 20 or 30 minutes on the clock away from the character that he's playing. You know? Like, <laughs> right. take away the New York accent, and they're kind of close to the same guy. Yeah. I don't know. He was just playing De Niro, basically, in both movies. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm also, like, kind of watching Heat in shifts, which is weird because <laughs> I've watched probably 10 hours or so of uh, Deadwood. You're like, Heat's getting but too hot. Time to turn it reason, off. <laughs> and I think that the, the reasoning behind it is that uh, in watching it, the movie is so good. You said you haven't seen it. No, I, I haven't seen it. Boy, you, you got to jump on that. It's one, one of those things I've always meant to see, but you will got be surprised by how many like amazing character actors are in it. Also, Henry Rollins. <laughs> I would see it just for Val Kilmer. Yeah, Kilmer's you, great you know? in it. Uh, um, Tom Sizemore is kind of blown my mind of what a good heavy he is in the movie. I, I you forget about Tom Sizemore. Yeah, he's had some uh, demons, so to speak. Yeah. Some homo demons. Yeah, he has some in homo his demons. Life. <laughs> Why did they put homo in there? I, you know, I, I'm Why did they actually, just call him like? I'm gonna look up homo demon, demon to make sure that I didn't hear it wrong. They clearly said homo demons. Is that a translation thing? I I have no idea. Did did he just not know? Because I guess I mean we don't say homo as much anymore. Boy, you know what. It's a weird. It's a weird gonna, choice for. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, Travis. Uh, searching the term "homo demon" was a bad idea. I think I need to put "Death Stranding" in there as well. <laughs> you get up with some. You got some videos on there. No, I got. Well, I got a lot of videos, but it's a lot of. It's not nothing pornographic. It's just a lot of oh, the demon homosexuals, uh, okay. that kind of stuff. Uh, 
the frankly, West Baptist I'll, Church. <laughs> frankly, I'll take the yeah. Frankly, I'll now take you're on the, a watch uh, list. <laughs> I'll take the uh, pornography over the bigotry any day. Images of yep, homo demons, Death Stranding. So if you look like you might be a homo demon, yeah. but you're not, you say no homo demon. They are definitely called homo demons. That's a that's a weird choice of of name there. <laughs> Die Hardman makes way more sense than homo demon. Homo deem men. Yeah. <laughs> What a, you know, again, against my better, against my betterness, judgment-ish, against my better wishes, I, I, I think, I think for this show, I'm going to have to play that game. Obviously, it's a play on Homo sapien, as, as what we are. We are Homo sapiens. Yes, yes They are a Homo-based life form, but they are demons because yeah. they can move around through, through air and things. Certainly. So scientifically it makes sense scientifically it's still a very silly name but in the gamer community you know 12 year olds are going to be abusing the word homo demon while they're playing online (laughs) I mean come on it's going to evolve to a a much nastier term (laughs) I might be surprised like as much as again the the kind of people who are you know acolytes of Hideo Kojima are way up their own ass I think that they will not I almost think you won't see that kind of reaction to homo demons. There will be people delving in to talk about like how brilliant it you is. You think so? Yeah, I do think so. All right. Well, I'm glad that you have that optimistic outlook on it. And I hope you're right. <laughs> I really do. Well, we're going to find out in November. We're going to find out in November. Oof, yep. Oof. That's going to be under people's Christmas trees. <laughs> I got Death Stranding. I got Death Stranding. Yay! It was in my stocking. Out. Mom, Dad, we get to see the baby. <laughs> it's the baby game. None of us are going to know what this means. It's a bridge baby. <laughs> I, I've seen so many tweets that are just basically the more I know about, the more I know about Death Stranding, somehow the less I know about Death Stranding. <laughs> the, the more I'm shown about Death Stranding, the the less clear it becomes. Is a bridge baby like like if you lived on the uh, like on the other side of a bridge it's going to be like that ladder he takes you, the baby out sets it in the ground the baby yeah i want to think it's a baby that was born on a bridge while the parents were traveling from one side to the other and we couldn't get to the hospital the ambulance had to show up and now we have a bridge baby now you have to name this remember is, that natalie portman movie with the walmart baby i, was I had a walmart to, baby i was just going to say something effective this sounds like a romantic comedy about the baby that was born on a bridge and they had to name <laughs> the baby after the bridge like my name's london well you ain't you ain't from nowhere in Britain. <laughs> yeah, I was just born on London Bridge in Alabama. <laughs> yes, they they have a London Bridge in Alabama. I really? just made that up. They have well, they have London Bridge in Arizona. Do they? Yeah, it's a lake uh yeah, they, they Havasu, I think. They don't have those kind of accents in Arizona. They actually took the old London Bridge, shipped it over and like put it back together in Lake Lake Havasu in I think it's Arizona. Shall, shall I admit something kind of embarrassing? Sure. I literally just, I think it was this year, realized, I think I thought for my whole life that the song was London Bridges, as in multiple falling down. Oh, really? <laughs> falling down. Falling, London you didn't think Bridge it was is London Bridge down. is falling down? That just barely occurred to me this year, I think. Can I tell you the one of the funniest things from my childhood that I, I still remember is uh, an episode of Mr. Belvedere. And Wesley... <laughs> That's Wesley, a good thing to remember. Wesley had a Mr. Belvedere dummy. And he was singing... That. He was singing, he goes, London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down because I stepped on it yes do you remember that yes i do remember that 
Yeah, that was like the big. That was one of the gags. It was him. <laughs> hey, Belvedere, you're a fatty. <laughs> God, I, <laughs> Mr. Belvedere. The other thing that he's known for <laughs> is sitting on his balls. Sitting yes. on his balls. <laughs> Who was it? There was some comedian that uh, they loved doing an impression of. Uh, I think it was Jack. A- I, I wish I... This is forever ago. I can't possibly remember who this is, but they love doing an impression of Jack A. Talking about like, ooh, Mythe Belvedere fitting on the ball. <laughs> and it would make me laugh so hard. And then I found out that uh, story was real, that he, he's supposed to go, ooh. <laughs> just sat down on his own. Uh, it just means everybody that laughs at that, if we live long enough, we're going to sit on them at one point. Oh, but there's... No, look, any... Yes, of course, anyone sitting on their own testicles is pretty funny. There is something inherently even more funny about that particular man. I think that's why people get grumpier when they get old. All the ball sitting? Yeah. You don't think that, like, eventually you reach an age that it's so... Everything's so stretched. It's not like a big beanbag chair that you just relax in and then... You know, like, you. oh, I do enjoy a good sit, scritch, scritch, on the thing that you're sitting in. Uh, we're, we're just about an hour and a half. I think, I think <laughs> we need to end this Mr. Belvedere sitting on his balls. This is, I think it's the pinnacle of this episode. <laughs> okay. Trav. We went from Rita's fetus to Mr. Belvedere's to smushed tushties. Let's, uh, let's... Let's do them. Let's do the magic mics, baby. Let's do the magic mic. Yeah, Ooh, let's, let's get them, to it. I need the mics, baby. What are we going to do for Magic Mike? What do you think? Um, what are you thinking, Jake? What's um, going on in, in your head? Hey, you know what? I was curious. I was curious about a character. Oh, a character. All yeah. right. Yeah. Because I've USA, had a lot of USA, characters welcome. Well, you, we also, we talked a lot about uh, about a lot of characters in Aladdin. Mm-hmm. There's one character that really, mm-hmm. we don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> you almost made me switch to Jack A. <laughs> but I can't, I can't remember Jack A well enough to give a line of questioning. I think she was in... 227? Yeah. I think she was in Amen, wasn't she? Probably. Remember Amen? Yeah. I saw oh, that. Yeah. You know those uh, over-the-air he- TV show or TV networks? Yeah. Yeah, Amen was on one day. I yeah, Sherman say, Hensley. I think my new mission in life is to track down Mr. Belvedere and watch as much of it as I can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how much I... Because, I mean, Bob Euchre's in it. Of course, it's going to yeah. be pretty good. He was kind of serious in it, though. I remember there was an episode where... He like went off on people because they weren't standing up for the national anthem. That sounds pretty euchre. <laughs> right in the boiler. So just a bit outside. Yeah. Anyways, excuse me. A character I. That's what it, that's what he said when uh, Belvedere sat on his balls. <laughs> just, just a bit, bit outside. <laughs> or no, I think all oh, right on the boiler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm forgetting his name. What is that guy? What is the guy who played Belvedere's name? I, is Lynn Belvedere was the character's name? Can you remember? I the honestly don't remember the actor's name. No. Oh, Lynn Belvedere. I can't remember your real name. Oh my god. <laughs> Wesley. Take, take those swollen testicles just a bit outside and air them out. Anyway, <laughs> characters. Yes, characters. characters. Uh, I was wondering about the lineage of uh, the. Wait a minute. I guess I never found out. Is the is the Tiger Cave in Aladdin? The Cave of Wonders? Yes, it is. It's, in the, it's in the live action I movie. I want to talk to the Cave of Wonders. All right, we can do that. All right, are you ready? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm ready. All right, I'm going to say it. Strawberry shortcake. Who disturbs my slumber? Uh, I mean no offense by this, uh, Mr. Cave of Wonders. Are you a diamond in the raw? 
Uh, like if I say I'm not sure, is that is that an acceptable answer? You're walking a very thin line. Like, look, I I understand. I understand. I might have to eat you. What are you... <laughs> Do you know why I talk like this? Uh, why? Because I've eaten a lot of people so that you... have been walking through the desert. Sandy feet really tears up your throat. I... So, so what you're saying is you're in divorce? Mm, yes. <laughs> okay, just so Mr. Cave of Wonders again. I I understand. See, this is the funny thing is I maybe the only thing I do know about you is you appreciate a good night's sleep. Indeed, I do. My slumber. What kind of bed setup do you go? You go to bed early? Do you stay up late but wake up late? What's you? Well, I guess you wake up whenever somebody comes along, right? I take a giant ambient and sleep for years. So you get mad about this, who disturbed my slumber. What what even constitutes a good night's sleep for you? I would say 100, 150 years. Wow. When's the last lately, time you got one Lately, of those this in? Jafar guy keeps showing up. He's like when you put hit snooze on your alarm oh, uh, every day and a half. Wake up, Cave of Wonders. And I'm like, dude, I said a diamond in the rough. True enough. This is a cubic zirconian. How did you get all that stuff inside of you? I eat it. Were you so? Are you are you a living being? Did you? Is there? Is, are you like the Diglet? Is there something going on beneath the sand? Yes. In my younger days, I used to sing. I had a very nice voice. I sounded a bit like Sam Smith, and people would come and throw coins into me like john wick these gold coins and whatever they threw a gold coin in you, you I offered them sing, sanctuary <laughs> stay with me why won't you stay with me what a wonderful world that's how i sing now very nice i think that was a beautiful rendition thank you so you 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 do have you do have a bottom like nine tenths then. Yes, it's inside of a cave. Is it is it a tiger body, human like body, centaur? It's the body of a llama. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. No one does. Uh, Fortnite tie in? You big on the Fortnite? Yes. It took it from me. Wow. Boy, I'm gonna get epic on the horn. They are low. But I have the tail of a pig. Wow. It's curly. This is starting to get, like, Greek in nature. Yes. I mean, I'm very ancient. Yeah. I spent a summer in Greece. It's probably where they got it. Fair enough. Yes. Did it get lonely out there? Mm, No, I mean, the Sphinx and I, we we sent emails back and forth. So, I mean, that kind of passes the time. What's up to the what's up with the Sphinx these days? I mean, ever since his nose broke, he's kind of lost his confidence. So, <laughs> I mean, if you happen to see him, just give him a compliment. Cave of Wonders, can I tell you I genuinely appreciate it. you got out ahead of the nose thing so I didn't have to make the bad pun that I was trying to work out of my head. Oh, I want to hear it. No, no, no. Time, I've there. known him for thousands of years. I got to hear it. I was just going to say some mention something to the effect of like you never feel like you wish he would keep his nose out of your business. <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh, boy. 
You heard it here. You heard it here, listener. The Cave of Wonders, very generous. So that very joke generous. was a diamond in the rough. Oh, no. Reach your hand into my Wait, mouth. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not Touch into that. Touch only the lamp. Wait, Cave of Wonders, consent is important. I'm not into that. All right, you're lost. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to make my own way. There's plenty of fish in the desert. Yeah, you're an optimist. I'll give you that. That's right. So, uh, what, what projects do you got coming up in the future? I mean, Aladdin doing gangbusters, but you know what? You've done it twice now. What do you What do you do? You want to branch out, I imagine. Well, we're gonna make uh, Aladdin two: The Return of Jafar. Oh, that's right. Where Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer Simpson, will play the genie. <laughs> Boy, you know what? It, that never occurred to me. The idea of man, I wonder if Disney will have the the will have balls big enough that they could sit on. That they would also Mr. Belvedere. We're gonna we're gonna make live action of the direct to video ones. Well, Jafar is inside of me right now. Oh dear. That's how the movie ends. Spoiler alert. Was that how it ended? I thought he That's how the cartoon ended too, so it's not a huge spoiler. Is that Return of Jafar that's what happened? Well, that's where he sends the Oh that's right. Yes. He yes. he like flicked it off into the distance and it was implied that it went into the Cave of Wonders. Yes. And then I guess the Cave of Wonders comes back in Return of Jafar. Indeed. Huh. Boy, I'm learning so much new stuff. <coughs> Cave of Wonders, are you okay? Just some sand. You know, it's a little had, dusty down here. We had a similar problem with another guest that you don't sound dissimilar from. Who, who's that? You know anybody by the name of Dr. Claw? I've heard the name. Yeah. Uh, all right. He's my brother. Wow. Yes. What? Uh, we don't get along. You see, he took a girl from me back in the 70s. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, that kind of life is hard. It's hard to forgive on those things. So he has a cat, and girls like cats, and uh, that's how he got her. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that, Cave of Wonders. Thank you. You've accomplished you. a lot in your life. As uh, You know what? I mean, there was an Inspector Gadget movie, but it's nowhere close. You have had, I mean, meteoric success with the original Aladdin, and now... Certainly, this uh, this new Aladdin has outstripped the success of your, your brother. People don't know this, but they have used my insides for several movies. Is that right? Harry Potter. Really? When they go into a cave, that's me. Huh. Rey in Star Wars, when she goes into a cave, that's me. Was it? Wait a minute. You were in Cliffhanger, weren't you? That's right. Honestly, I don't know if there were caves and cliffhangers. There were lots of caves and stalactites and stalagmites and things. Excellent performance. That's my tonsils. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Cave of Wonders? Thank you for disturbing my slumber. You know what? I, I will try not to disturb you again. I appreciate your time here. I'll cast you back to the Cave of Wonders. Cave of Wonders. Diamond in the diamond in the diamond in the raw. Okay, I'm back. Wow, man. Whew. Quite. Ooh, 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 quite. My throat feels funny. Quite an interview. Yeah. Whew. Whew. Frankly, I, I've got the vapors. Did you put the recorder down my throat while I was talking? Uh, look, I mean, the stuff that was going on throat-wise, <coughs> I'm a little uncomfortable with, so if we can just let that lie. All right, we'll let it, we'll let it slide. So... Uh, Hey, was the scare? Did they have the whole scarab thing that they put together, and it turns into the eyes on, in the movie? Mm, I don't remember, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Wasn't that what it was? There were like two pieces yeah. of scarab. He'd put them together, and then and yeah. they turn into the eyes, and then the. I remember it from the cartoon. I don't remember it from the movie, but that, like I said, did the Cave of Wonders rise out of the sand? Did it? Did it also talk like I, that? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was pretty much into my popcorn at that point, <laughs> so. 
<laughs> wow. I, I don't remember exactly how it appears. Looking for the diamond in the rough at the bottom of the... <laughs> That's right. You know how popcorn, you get that really good piece, and then the rest of the time you're just chasing that perfect piece of popcorn. You're like, one more handful. It's got to have the perfect one. The diamond in the butter. Yes, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, I just... Again, that, it occurred to me. So you don't? Do you remember? Like you don't remember if the cave like actually? I'm, I'm making it did talk. Talking, yeah, it did talk. But it wasn't just stuff. like an open cave. Did you hear a voice coming out of it or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was the same voice from the cartoon. But the but the mouth moves. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's. Yeah. I was curious. That that's another one of those things that I could totally see being in the movie that would, for me, feel like it lost a lot of personality if it's just like an open mouth, but you hear a voice coming out of it. I think that was the one character that sounded the same. <laughs> it was okay. the cave of wonders well oh my god i was watching for that trust me all right i think we're i think we've wrapped it up heck of an episode what an episode went from death stranding to mr belvedere to the cave of wonders oh boy death stranding everything november's in between still, november is still a ways off so That's much true. more can i <clears throat> i almost want to tune out I, i'm not going to take up too much time with this i almost want to tune out but honestly the lineage again of Hideo Kojima and his project. The trailers are a big part of it, and we. we can I can talk tell about they that put a lot of production into the trailers. We can talk about that at another date, but like there, there's a lot of crazy trailer stuff that's gone on with other games. At any rate, any rate, if you've got any uh, <clears throat> stories about uh, crazy trailers, uh, later to the tater at gmail.com, we'd like to hear your trailer stories. Heck yeah. Uh, you can follow me on uh, all the social medias, Travis Tate Funny. I'm on all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to announce some things here. Uh, June 14th and 15th, I will be in Carson City, Nevada at the oh, hey. the Gold Nugget. I'll be headlining there, so come see me. I think they're like 8 o'clock shows. I think I'm doing like a 45-minute set. It's PG-13, so it should be fun. And then June 28th, I will be headlining Jordan Landing, Wise Guys. Gonna start working out your Mr. Belvedere's testicles material. Maybe. So I'll be doing the Friday night. TJ Miller's doing the Saturday night. So oh, TJ, TJ. I, I'm also that. a TJ. Travis John. So TJ is uh, kind the TJ of doing weekend. a lot of regular touring now. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's he's back out there. Okay. So he's doing Saturday night. I'm doing Friday night, June 28th, eight o'clock show, 21 and over. But I want to fill that room up and show that I can draw a crowd. So everybody come. To that show, if you're listening to this, come. Get out there. Get in your boats. Get in your four-wheelers, whatever it takes. You get there. Get there. Bring all of your family members that are 21 or over. We want the wacky racers to show up. That's right. I I agree. Get some jabberjaw action going. Boy, I didn't Uh, even even end up talking about it. I went to a concert. I went to the Hives, who all all wear like white tuxedos. Hmm. Uh, People came cosplaying them and they were pains in the ass uh, that's all i'll talk about yeah people one. can ruin things that's that's a for sure thing they were great and, shows and then uh july 19th and 20th i'm going to be at the wizarding days in uh logan utah it's a the wizarding days that took place in, in sandy earlier this year they're going to be doing <clears throat> a show up in logan for the people up in northern utah and I'll be on some panels up there. I'm not sure which ones yet. So, but I, I should be doing some stuff. They asked me to do it, so I'm yeah, heck yeah, I'll do it. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I, if you're up in northern Utah, come catch me. I'm gonna be spending my time playing Diablo three. <laughs> That's about all I got for you. I might try to swing up to Bear Lake, get me a shake. Hey, say hi to everyone. Hey. At Lobos. Lobos. So, so cool. that's what I got going. Mostly 
The most important one, June 28th, Jordan Landing, Wise Guys. Uh, Jake underscore doll on Twitter if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, Blue Wave Theory does our music. They sure do, yeah. I love that song. Sure do. (laughs) It's good stuff. So uh, for everyone out there, have I I missed anything, Travis? I think we got it all. I always feel like I need to check in. I I, I hate when I miss it. But I think since, we're good. Since apparently it's all been done. For it's all been done. It's all been done before. Ladies and gentlemen, you've come to the end of the show. I'm Bare naked tra- ladies. I'm kicking Travis out of my house. <laughs> for Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never.